Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Uh, welcome back to the Form Lounge right around the country. 0499 736 736. It's 0499 736 736. Love to hear from you. What do you like? Uh, Simo said, can I overpass win from Barry 11? Dead said it can, Simo. Um, it just depends on how the race is going to be run here from a tempo perspective. And this is what I really want to talk to Cripper about as well. But like I explained on the, on the what I call the main station a little bit earlier, is I'm having three bets um, in the race. One of them, well, two of them will be on Ripcord and Oscar's Fortune on the two down in the weights. And then I'm going to back overpass enough to essentially uh, get my stake back and a little bit more. So um, that's how we played it the other the other day with Bustler. And uh, that's how we'll continue to play it. 0499736736. It's 0499736736. Wherever you may be right around the country, let us know on any horses you like. Um, to find spirit, I'll get to that. Uh, Mitch Lewis, not far away either. Uh, and Dan Cripps with his best bets, but love to know yours. Absolutely love to know yours. It's not sure. Have we got Clint down the line? I think Sam might be on the phone to him right now as we have a chat to him. We've got Clint on the line. Joins us a superstar of the West CJP. Hello to you, mate. Mate, I don't think I could ride a horse. Oh, that oh I got <laughs> to you, Mitchy Lewis. Hello to you, my friend. How are you? Yeah. Hello, how are you going, mate? I'm going well. Hey, sorry, I just had CJP up on my sheet. And uh, I thought I was talking to the best hoop going around and said I'm talking to one of the best tipsters in the business. Mate, how are you, first of all? We haven't had a chat for a little while. Oh, I'm pretty good, mate. All's well, ends well type thing. Yep, it's been busy enough, but good. And what about you? Did you celebrate in style? Well, I know you did. You, Absolutely, course, I, I did. Cigar. Yep, went yeah. a beautiful cigar last night, which I'm not... Um, uh, I'm. I'm, uh, I really like cigars. I'm not a huge cigar smoker day to day, but I really like going and having a nice cigar. <laughs> hey, um, mate, can we touch quickly on the Valley first tonight? I might even roll you across yeah. the news here if that's okay with you. But you, you're yeah, a Valley specialist. Yeah. You love the Valley. I know you love it. Um, you're good at it. What, what do you like at the Valley tonight for a few people to maybe sort of pick up a little bit of a quid tonight? Is that There's one in about race five, isn't there, called uh, Foolproof that looks good. Pretty hard to beat. Uh, I was willing to risk foolproof, uh, but I've got three best bets there at the Valley. I just thought that foolproof was short enough, in my opinion, for where I'd mapped him. So, you know, I'm not I'm not being a brain surgeon here. I think you want to be forwards, and I'm getting my race map up. I had him going a little bit back. I thought Lady Tino probably gets run of the race. Yep, for Jerome Hunter and Tatum Bull. Anything else or anything at the Valley that that's worth sort of stepping into yep, tonight? Yep. Two that I'm pretty keen on. In the first, number 14, faithful champion for the Hayes team. So 
This is an ex-Hong Kong galloper that I believe David had in his setback here to Australia after two unsuccessful runs over there. Um, he showed that he's got some talent in two trials at Flemington. and His last one in particular was very impressive. So he jumped and led in those trials. I think he landed in a good position. And I think, given his sort of talent that he showed at the trials, he might be too good for this maiden. Beautiful. Anything else? Race three, number two, the genius. So this horse hit the line really well to run third over the 2,000 metres last start. He was a little bit unlucky at the top of the straight, up to the 2,500 metres today and down in grade. I think that's a much better setup for this horse. So that's my best of the night there. The genius, Danny O'Brien and Damien Lane. Now, we'll turn our attention to uh, the Zipping Classic. And, mate, this is one of those meetings that just sticks with me, the Zipping Classic race especially. I've got memories of zipping or bolting in. Um, it's just a day that I always, every time it pops up, I sort of can know exactly where I was when I watched a few of these races. What do you like in the Zipping Classic to start with? I know Duke de Sessa, um, I sort of wanted probably more rain. Uh, then it made it probably a bit more open than I thought. I thought Muramas is probably the best of the horses on a good deck. That's probably exactly the same as what I'm thinking. So I, at this stage, I'm still happy to be with Duke Decessa because I think there's going to be rain during the day. So we know that rain during the meeting can just make it a little bit wetter than what, say, the rating might be. So I, I think Duke Decessa, it's promised a lot. If the conditions suit, I think it gets its best opportunity to win a race like this. It's won twice over the 2,400 metres. So if we do get it a soft six, I think Duke Decessa is a play. But if the rain stays away, I agree. I think Muramas is the one. She's been going really well. Um, we'll go to uh, race number seven on the card, the Sandown Guineas. It looks all about Arkansas Kid in this. I know it opened at $2 out to $2.35. Um, look, I... Oh, I wanted to make a case for a horse maybe like Sunset Dreaming. I was with it last start or even a Vivier. Yeah, I, I'm the same. So I keep coming back to Arkansas Kid and I'm a little bit like, well, I may as well not try and change it up. you just got to keep it simple. Look, I, I think he's been closing off races okay. So that to me suggests the 1600 is not going to be an issue. A barrier six, I think uh, Mark Zara can put him in a position behind the two leaders prevailed and Perovic, so I believe this is a very good opportunity for him down in grade to be able to tick a good race off this prep. Um, yeah, I might have probably, I'll save Arkansas Kid and then I'll just have a little nibble sunset dreaming at $17. There was a bit of a whisper kicking around that it was going to go all right last start. Hey, what about race number nine, the uh, Summon Stakes? Revolutionary Miss, superb win um, last start. And I can't believe I actually went on this show and I said, go with Revolutionary Miss. And then when I got on to Saturday, I tipped Kazoo on the Saturday, um, which was just... And then Kazoo pulled up lane and everything, had all the bad luck in the world, so you were stiff there. Yeah, so what do you like here in the, in the summon? Oh, tough race. I, I didn't think Revolutionary Miss would get the same sort of race to run as she did last week. I sort of, sort of thought the Lassifier might be a little chance, a little bit better value. I think it's a little bit better set up for this horse than it was in the last start. Drawn much better. Last time had a wide run from Barrier 13 on a leader's favouring track. I think she can improve and she'll go pretty close, in my opinion. Um, is there anything else in that race that we can maybe make a case for? Like Frumos, if it gets Ooh, any better, Wollombi. Yeah, Pickaroon's an interesting one here. This horse that, you know, it won a 70 at Hamilton back on the 14th of October. It comes to Flemington over the mile in the 80 and beat some really, really, really good horses. 
There was some very, very strong mail before that Hamilton race. Um, I think it was 17 into seven. So I think they reckon they found the key to this horse. And I agree. I, I think it can run a race. I thought the last start win was very impressive. So that's the one that I would say is a little bit rougher play in the race. What we might do, Mitch, if I can hold you over the news, if you can just give us a little bit more of your time. I'm going to quickly jump to the news. I'll come back at your best bets for Caulfield uh, and, of course, Morfordville Parks. And if you've done anything in the West, I'll get them there too. I want all your tips. I'm chatting to Mitch Lewis from Form Guide Breakdowns. You can go follow him on Twitter, his tipping service there. It's all free, and he's a jet. We're going to go to the news pack in a moment. You're listening to Fitzy's Friday Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Download the SEN app to make sure you never miss a tip from the magic man. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome back to the Form Lounge on a Friday. Miles Fitzner with you right around the country. Love to get your texts in 0499 736. 736. Just a little bit of bad news just there in the news break. Unfortunately, um, CJP's had something come up um, and uh, is not able to come on uh, on the show. So, um, uh, yeah, we uh, apologise for putting that up on the top, but it just can't be helped. So, um, yeah, shout out to CJP and um, and uh, we'll try and get him on again for you next week. But he's just had something pop up, so um, we'll leave him be. Mitchie Lewis joins me from Form Guide Breakdowns. Mitchie just a little bit more time than we thought now. I, I, I want to go back and maybe if we can even sort of half buzz through um, this card at Caulfield. The Merson Cooper uh, race number one over the 1,000. It's all about a kneeser, but I know there's been a bit of a push um, for this horse flattered by a few people as well, a Paddy Paynes and Billy Egan's. Yeah, interesting race. I am with Enigma. Uh, uh, so I thought the run behind Caravas down the straight was reasonably good she did a few things wrong i just saw that in a race like this i like to lean to race experience and she's got that so wouldn't be surprised the other one the james cummings debutant as well wouldn't surprise me either but i'm going for race experience in this race yeah how do you say that voile voily uh it looks like voila i'll, I'll leave it no through to the keeper i've stuffed yeah. you up this week <laughs> hey race number two uh, over the 1800 benchmark 70 a wash is a favorite at four dollars eighty um, yeah, this is a bit wild, this, by the look of this race. Yeah, that's exactly how I'd describe it, mate. I, th- I found it pretty tough. I thought, um, for me, the best chance was probably going to be Starry Ann. I think they scratched from a race somewhere else to be here. I sort of thought the last start, six, was an okay run in that. It was an interesting race, that one. So I, I gave it a chance, but I'm probably not having a bet in this race. Uh, we'll go to race number three on the card over the 2,400, the benchmark 84. These are the horses that essentially probably not in the Zipping Classic or just the one below. Cadmus is your favourite. I know there's early money on for Pesto, nines into $6. Um, wouldn't surprise me if a horse like Maserati Bay turned up here if it went a bit sort of on pace. This, I, I don't think you can bet into this race with a huge amount of confidence, can you? No, no. So I'm a little bit the same. I've got one of value in this race, number four, Farago. So it's got a good record with Craig Williams in the saddle. If there's a little bit of rain around as well, I think that's... Oh, this is that duck, isn't it? He's a duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think uh, it should, if the rain is around from barrier three, lead them up, which I'm expecting to be a better position. And I think that horse will go close from a good ride. Race number four on the card is the Twilight Glow Stakes. Thanks to Mercedes-Benz at Berwick. And if they're listening, um, I'm in the market for a new car too, Mercedes-Benz, if uh, you want to 
getting on the full lounge. Race number four. Mate, this is nearly the best on the card, isn't it, Miraval Roads? I've been with it the last two. I just sort of unlucky that last start. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm not sure I wanted to play at that price because I think the number one horse, Extremely Rowdy, could be a very handy filly. I'm surprised they back up after the impressive run last week at Cranbourne. So I'm just a little bit worried. Extremely Rowdy might be there or thereabouts. She might be a really good filly. So I'm probably willing to dodge this race, but it's got to be between those two, the one and the three. Yeah, it was a superb win uh, by Extremely Rowdy. I know the Gelagotis team had pretty well declared it. Race number five, uh, ain't no deal done the favourite here over the 1800 in the Lamaros Hotel Eclipse Stakes. Probably another one. I know a lot of people are keen on um, Just Folk. I know there's talk around about Keats. I've got to stick with Ain't No Deal Done here. Yeah, this is one I've said a lot on Gareth's shows this week. You need to be able to be flexible with some of these meetings when you're unsure what the rain's going to do. So I'm Just Folk if I'm a soft six plus and I'm Ain't No Deal and Done anything better. I think Ain't No Deal and Done needs a good track to be able to Produce his best, uh, and if there's a bit of rain around, I think Just Folk's going to grow a leg, hopefully. And then we'll get to the Kevin Heavenen, which is race number six. Valana's a favourite at 2.15. This is another race that you probably, like, if it's wet, Valana's in it up to its neck. It'll probably start $1.80, because three from four on the heavy deck. I mean, this thing just at dead set swims. Um, but we just don't really know what we've got. I mean, maybe unusual culture comes into it. Solid enough record, second up. But I'd want it sort of this. I'd want it sort of soft at worst, not no heavy. Yeah, I think I've got Lana on top in the race, expecting a soft six. I think that'll be enough for that horse. But I, I, if it's dry enough and you don't get any more rain over there, I think Crosshaven can run a race. Won this race last year. Has won third up before, and the first up run was very impressive. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that horse run a race. And the race we didn't touch on before is the Premier Science Dufton Stakes in race number 10, Jigsaw. Uh, is, I think yeah, Jigsaw got scratched from one of the other races to race here the other week, didn't it? It was a late scratch. The Apache Cat. Jigsaw. Yep, the Apache Cat. Um, going to your favourite for the Snowden team. Showmanship's got to be some hope first up. Extremely lucky we've seen before. Similian's a good horse on its day. Cardigan Queen can show up. I mean, this is a field leg in the quaddy, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be tight. I think by now you'll know how the track's playing. If the track is a little bit leaderish due to the wind they're forecasting, I think Jigsaw's going to be the one in the right position. She's a plonk lord of sign at the top two, open 17s into $9 already uh, and continuing to come. Now, your best bets at Caulfield before we turn our attention quickly to Morfordville Parks. Uh, we'll go race seven, number one, Arkansas Kid, and race eight, number seven, Duke to Sessa. If it's wet, I think he's a bet. All right. Uh, Morfordville Parks. Interesting little meeting this. The one that I really, well, that stood out for me uh, is the Nick Ryan runner in race 10. Um, and of Port Albert, I wanted to touch on it. Do you think it can win? Yes, I think it can. This is easily the best race of the day. I think he stands out. The one that I was going to be with at Color Dream at an each way price, but they've scratched that horse. So just watch the track for any leader by. So I definitely think Port Albert's a chance, but I also give Clavel a chance first up. Trialed really well recently. So where, uh, where are your best bets at Morfordville? I'll let you run through them, buddy. Race one, number four, Moon Treaty. First starter for the Jolly team. We know the Jolly team have an unbelievable record with their first starters. This horse is continually been back since the market's come up. So that's a little indicator to me. 
they've got some people that bet in that stable. So I think this horse is going to be ready to go. Trialed really well, showed good early speed, barrier three. It's got all the hallmarks of a win for a debutant here. So I think Moon Treaty wins race one. Yep. Race three, I like number four, Lights of Broadway. She's a mare in uh, form. Oh, she's been scratched. Just come out. Oh, yeah, I was I was with you there over. too. How long ago was that? Oh, not Caught that long. This morning. Yeah, nine o'clock. Because I gave it out in Garisco this morning and she was still there. How devastating is that? Yeah, I know. Hey, but look, you know what? Sometimes when you tip them as a best bet and they get scratched, you haven't lost. So um, no, you, just take it, right. you just take it as a win. All right, yeah, yeah. So race four, number five, Aruga Mama, short now, but I think it just gets the job done. A dollar seventy, perhaps put it in a small malt, double it up with something. Race six, number one, Fancify, she should win, she's short. Perhaps they're the two that you could put together. Uh, yep. Michael's stable is going really well this season, and he declared roulette queen the other day, so I'd like to know. Oh, how good Fancify. was that? He's gonna... Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear him on Go? No, I only heard him afterwards, but... Someone said I'd go and have a listen to this, and I heard him say back, and Gareth said, now you got roulette queen, and then Michael just went, it'll win. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, so that was beautiful. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. He must have been on the phone with the other end of me, and I'd just finished talking about that horse, so I'm quite happy with that he didn't hear me pot it or the other way, vice versa. No, mate, you've uh, superb by you. We had a great day Wednesday. Now, what um, were... So other than that one in race six, what have we got any later at Morfordville Parks? Yeah, I think race eight, number one, Mr. Havacha. He, he might be my each way player of the day. So I'm expecting this track's going to be a little bit leaderish with the rail out and a bit of sun around. Barrier three, going to jump forward. There's not a lot of pressure in the race. So I think he'll get run of the race up in front. Now, Rockstar Megzi, the six, is the best horse in the race. But she's first up from barrier eight over a thousand meters and she likes to get back to last so she's going to need a fair bit of luck from that barrier in my opinion first up so i think mr Havichat will bounce on the bunny and he's at least the top three charts um and now today uh you've got a couple of mount gambia today don't you for us uh, a little bit later on yeah mount gambia's got their twilight meeting christmas twilight meeting tonight and they've got nine races so with Maricourt getting knocked out last week. They've picked up a few extra races, so I'd say it'd be a pretty good show out there today. Yeah, we'll get out there. At what They still call it Glen Burnie Racecourse. Yeah, I think that's what they say. Alan Scott, Glen Burnie Racecourse. And yep. well, yeah, they just keep adding names to it. But no, it's it's looking absolutely <laughs> unbelievable recently. Hey, what have you got for us here, buddy? Right, race one, number nine, Harleen, making its debut for the Daniel Bowman stable. I don't know if you remember this horse. This is an ex-Chris Beag horse. Harleen spent a lot of time running around races with Jubinenko and stuff like that in the two-year-old seasons and three-year-old races. I think some of her metro form back at Morfordville was quite strong. So I think she's probably going to be too good for him in a class one here. She's got barrier four and a little bit of speed. I think she'll go forward and be in a handy position, which you'll want to be over the 900 metres. So... Race one, number nine, Harleen kicks our day away early. Yeah, I'm a great... The money on too. Money's on. Where are we going next? Yep. Race four, number two, Erlandis. This is for the Tony and Calvin McAvoy team. They bring one across from Ballarat down here to Mount Gambia. So this horse is taking a little bit of time to get to the track. It's had a lot of trials, but its last few trials have indicated that it looks ready to go. 15, 50-metre maiden. I don't think this is a very strong race, and I think they have strategically brought this horse just to tick off this win. So, like I said, it's not a very strong race. I think he looks a better type. His breeding suggests he might be a reasonable type, so I think he wins on debut here. All right. Where, and any others? 
Race eight, number nine, ornamental lady. So this horse has been running around in BM66s at Morfittville and competing okay. The last start fourth behind La Defence and All Beans it was a pretty good form reference. So she's won here before. I think barrier nine's not too bad because she's got a little bit of speed and there's not much else speed in the race. So she'll find a position about outside the leader. Uh, look, I just think she's probably dropping in grade to a much easier level and she should get the job done for us there. Mitchie, appreciate everything, mate. Thanks for filling in. It is buying me a little bit more time too with the C- CJP withdrawing. We'll get on those at me at Gambia today. All your tips and everything are up at formguidebreakdowns.com.au and Twitter, aren't they? Yep, that's right. All the todays are up there and then when I've got enough room on the webpage, I'll fire up tomorrow's <laughs> as well. So they're all up there for free. Mate, you've been going as well as anyone in the country. Appreciate your time as always, buddy. Thank you, mate. Have a good day and good luck listeners if you're following Mitchie Lewis, he's a superstar. Go follow him at Form Guy Breakdowns. Go and have a look at his results. He's a jet. We're going to jump to a break. Dan Cripps on the other side of this. We'll try to quickly run through the Ascot card for you. My best bet's probably a little shorter this week. I want to wait. I've been going a bit early with the best bets, and I've been sort of running second, third here or there and not quite polishing them off. So I've got a couple we'll throw out, um, but uh, we'll touch more on that on the other side of this. This is the Form Lounge. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner.